everybody, welcome to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and every week I tell a real ghost story from real history to my real friend, Patrick Dean, who doesn't take it real seriously, but he does take his Lego friends seriously. <laughs> uh, they are actually my Lego friends now. It's I think we've gotten to that point. <laughs> You're finally comfortable mm-hmm. going to that level with them? No longer Lego acquaintances. They are Lego yep. friends. Mm, you know what the next step is? <laughs> <laughs> Lego benefits. that's right (laughs) which one has the same reading glasses as amy because that one's going first Uh, the one in the Uh. little wheelchair Um. (laughs) boy um thank you my shirt thank you for asking yeah you mean this old guy i mean you mean you mean this shirt oh wow whoo buddy oh you mean this can you see, I don't know if you can see it from there really good. You see, like wow. this shirt? Is that what you mean? Is that a sticker? I don't know what that is. <laughs> nope, it's a shirt. It's a shirt. I know you've probably seen stickers like this out in the world, maybe on your uh, Chicago commute. <laughs> um, but no, this one is a, I've got the, I've got the Abe Lincoln shirt on tonight. Whew. And it's going to give me good energy. Nice. I've got, I've got I the classic got on tonight. I got the classic. We're in the classic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, oh, look, there he is. There's a little ghost host. The old, the retired ghost host. Mm-hmm. Hey, bud. Yeah. Hey, bud. It, these, these bitches were on clearance, and I, I bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, you know what? I wore my old ghost host uh, today, too, to work. Mm. Well, there under you my, go. Uh, under my sweatshirt that mm. I wear, because I dress like a 12-year-old when I <laughs> go to my job. <laughs> uh, uh, we have we have several matching shirts over the years. Like, we've, we've ended up with several, uh, yeah. whether intentionally or unintentionally. We've ended up with, we've had several identical the shirts. The Yachty shirt. The Yachty shirt. Yeah, there. The uh, the Christmas Christmas's ribs. ribs. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Classic. Do you still have that one? Uh, I do absolutely. I work, you know, two days a year, obviously. Exactly. Christmas barbecue and, day and Christmas day. <laughs> Christmas and rib fest. You know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I, yeah. I I really the first year I did wear actually wear it to my family Christmas and got a lot of just really unhappy, really unhappy comments from my aunt. I had to stop wearing it to family Christmas when my nieces got old enough to start asking questions about. Which whose ribs Santa was eating? <laughs> well, you know, December twenty sixth, so, those reindeers—they don't got a whole lot to do anymore. <laughs> they get a little old. Mm. They got to go to retirement. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, maybe Jen can like splice in a, uh, an image of the Christmas's ribs uh, artwork because it, it probably yeah. would help to fill in some <laughs> some gaps in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a picture. Um, I'll send it to Jen. Yep, that's why. You got to be watching the YouTube. Got to mm-hmm. watch the YouTube. Absolutely. Otherwise, none of this shit For makes sense. For all the sense. shirts. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of shirts, we do have new we have new merch in the store, and it's the George Washington. It's George. Wa- it's Ghost of George Washington oh. holding a picture of his own blood. It's a classic. <laughs> and I want to remind everybody, President's Day is coming up. It's mm-hmm. February nineteenth, I think. Ish, so, it's right, yeah, right around there. Right around there. You order now. You can. Mm-hmm. This can be your president shirt, and then, mm-hmm. and then, Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. It's a great Fourth of July shirt. Mm-hmm. It's red, white, and blue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And, and, and I know how you are. You go to you go to work. You know, five days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clayton, notwithstanding. Sorry, not. Oh, you're, right, yeah. you're talking to yeah. the audience. Okay, so you yeah, wear ahead, you, you know your your same old stupid shit. So there's like three days a year you get to wear what you want, right? It's like a Saturday in June. And mm-hmm. then, like, two days off at Christmas, you get to wear whatever you want. Well, that means you really only need three shirts. And I think one That's of them true. should really be George Washington drinking a pitcher of his own blood. I do. No, he's not drinking it. Well, uh, but he's... The drinking is sort of yeah. assumed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe for val- for Halloween, for Valentine's Day, for Halloween, we'll make, we can make, like, a version where he has vampire teeth. Mm. And then, uh, those have blood. And so that would be a fun thing. That would sell. That would absolutely sell. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um so go check it out at is this a ghost.com slash store he's fun i'm gonna get i'm getting one soon very excited very excited <laughs> confuse everybody um gosh this 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 could be we should get going you ready for a ghost story yeah are you are you are you short on time you trying to try to i'm i'm long on words okay is <laughs> <laughs> I am scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm mm-hmm. scrolling and I'm scrolling still, still scrolling and scrolling mm-hmm. and I'm scrolling. This is a big one. This is it a, a good one. one? Is it good though? I think so. All right. Well, we'll see. Yep. You tell me. Not my job to put together a good story. It's my job to put together a weekly story. So. <laughs> <laughs> Once a week and often weekly. <laughs> uh. Crack this up oh. before we get started. 
Uh, that's my sparkling water from Ooh, fancy from I was, uh, Costco. That's what it's called. I was gonna pour myself a little glass of the stout cask, but it is all the way on the other side of the basement, and I am comfortable. Erin so. <laughs> poured herself some of that the other night, and mm-hmm. as you know, I'm still doing dry January, mm-hmm. and um, boy, that smell just carried through the house. And it was unblemished, so still unblemished, unblemished. Wow, unblemished. The mm. record stands. Whew. I've lost 15 pounds this month. Is that how much booze you drink? I <laughs> you think drink so. 15 pounds of booze a month? Yeah. So like uh, I've learned a lot about myself and some mm-hmm. things that I need to change in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was good. And I'm looking forward to that. Do you want to hear a ghost story? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess we okay. have to do the banter this week. Okay. Uh, do you, is there something you want to banter about? <laughs> I got nothing. You You're building up your banter for the weekend? No, I really got nothing. No. You want to talk about your sick kid? You want to talk about my kid's sleep regression? Does that sound fun? Mm. No, nah, we should just skip forward to the yeah, we story. Get to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> Ferdinand Porsche. Ooh, that sounds very fast. Canadian, what? <laughs> <laughs> fast, yes, yeah, very, very fast. Uh, he was born on September third, eighteen seventy-five, in Moffersdorf. In northern Bohemia, mm. which today, of course, is part of the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. His parents were what? No, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing to say about <laughs> Bohemia. Nothing to say about. His parents were uh, Anna and Anton Porsche. Anton was a master panel beater. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Like Any questions? Panel panel beater, master panel beater. Ma- I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Yeah. to sell them short. Uh, yeah. Master panel beater. Yeah, master panel beater. Okay, professionally. So, well, uh, yeah. I mean, probably yeah. started out doing it. Just you know, for the love of the for the love for the just love for, of beating, out of boredom, <laughs> <laughs> fend off the loneliness uh, as we all do. But then oh, became man. a master panel beater mm-hmm. with time and practice. Mm-hmm. He was someone who restored dented automobiles. Oh, okay. 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 Alright. <laughs> <laughs> now Ferdinand was very good with technology and also with electricity. Mm-hmm. So he's good to have around. He attended Imperial Polytechnical College in Reichenberg. And later he would go on to get a job at the Bella Eger and Company Electrical Wait, Bella Eger and Company Electrical Company? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Bill Egger. That's too many companies. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, no, no. Bill Egger and company company. Bill Egger and company. <laughs> like you know, you have company over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're not like here. You know, starting a business with the people. So uh-huh. might be a translation but, thing. I bet. I, okay. I'm, I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet. That's two different words in that language. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Bella Egger. We're just call it Egger. That's Egger and Co. Egger yeah. and Co. <laughs> We're running out of time. <laughs> Uh, while Ferdinand was in Vienna, he attended classes at Vienna University of Technology. So he's getting, he's, he's hitting all the, mm-hmm. yep, you know it. Mm-hmm. The fighting VU, little VUT, cakes. Mm-hmm. they call it. The what? <laughs> <cakes>. The fighting <laughs> <laughs> lady fingers. <laughs> I don't fight him. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> He so he was with Egger and Company for five years, during which time he built their first electric wheel hub motor. Mm. I imagine you're a big nerd. You probably know know what a wheel hub motor is. is. Would you like to explain that to me? And uh, I mean, I mean to our (laughs) listeners. In in most vehicles, uh, most well, in most non electric vehicles, you have an engine and you have a transmission. And the okay. transmission uh, drives uh, one or two axles of the oh, vehicle. Boring. So that's where the motion motion starts in the engine. Uh, in okay. a wheel hub drive, you send either electricity or hydraulic power directly to the wheel, like where the where the tire is mounted, and that is where you deliver power to instead of starting from the engine. So, wheel hub motor design. Can you do it again? But interesting. <laughs> So imagine if instead of Fred Flintstone pumping his feet on the pavement. Okay, now we're talking my language. He goes over to the wheel itself and he just starts turning it and turning it and turning it. 
Until okay. eventually he gets to the Brontosaurus drive-in complex type place. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, where did he work? Mm, he worked at the quarry? Yeah. Quarry, right? And then he went to the drive-in afterward. Yeah. With the giant stake that to blow some, the car. Yeah, blow some steam off. You know how it is. Yeah. Mm. Um, this is good that we're talking about this because we have a we have so much <laughs> to take it through. You keep saying this, but it seems very <laughs> casual. Um, this is, as you probably know, the kind of motor most often seen on electric bikes today. Mm-hmm. We still use those on uh, on those fancy things. Mm-hmm. So and for all our hipster listeners out there, you probably you know you probably have one. True. There was a big uh, controversy in the old Tour de France a few years mm-hmm. ago of a hidden, yeah, hidden. Uh, hub motor bicycles. Mm-hmm. Um, so that feels like uh, that, that shouldn't be allowed. I'll, yeah. I'll put a I'll put a flag in the ground <laughs> on know? that one. I don't think so. <laughs> now, if you want to convert the whole thing over to motorcycles and go across the French countryside as fast as you can, two hundred mm-hmm. miles an hour, and then we're talking, and then <laughs> you know, a couple dozen of you don't make it. That that I would watch. That I would yeah. watch. Man, and now watch. we're back on the Isle of Man, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and I'm interested again. Really, it's not. Yeah, it's not, if every race, I'm actually kind of a little disappointed that all of these races haven't just turned into Isle of Man slash Death Race <laughs> type races. Like none of them really have. Yeah, so. that's upsetting. Yeah, I can't imagine why not. <laughs> so let's see. So Ferdinand then goes on to use that same motor to build electric cars for Edgar and Company. Mm. So this is the 1800s. So they had electric cars in the 1800s, and they and these cars were breaking speed records in America. Hmm. So uh, we well, like had 12, 13, something like that. Thirty-five <laughs> miles per hour. Holy cannoli! As Blaze, that's a but that's you a nineteen oh one thirty-five. <laughs> it's a loud 35 is what that is that is it's a 35 you can hear before you can see it in 1902 then ferdinand was drafted into military service mm. which is fine because there's nothing happening in 1902 1902 yeah no, pretty quiet safe time safe yeah. time good time to be in military service mm-hmm. um he was there for a while he went on to serve as the chauffeur chauffeur the chauffeur boy I don't know why that was so hard, huh? (laughs) (laughs) It is going to be a long night. He served as a chauffeur to a man named Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Oh, like the band. It's just like the band, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Famous. Uh, Is this one of those chicken and the egg things where, like, nobody really knows who was first or? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. No one one knows. Uh, And we'll never know. mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't. I don't think he was driving the car on the day that uh, the Archduke was assassinated. Uh-huh. This, it probably would have come up in your research, I would imagine. I think so. I think they would have <laughs> so mentioned that. Was present at the beginning of World War One, literally yeah. within arm's reach. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that, he did have that job, though. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, this is that does happen to Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Mm-hmm. Um, he's shot, and that kicks off, as you mentioned, World War One. Now... At the end of World War One, not to not to not to dismiss World War One entirely, but, <laughs> but to dismiss but we're moving the Great on. War. <laughs> yeah, but we did make a better one later. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Austria Hungary breaks up, mm-hmm. and then Ferdinand gets to choose where he wants to be a citizen. Hmm. At this point, that's convenient. Yeah. So he chooses Czechoslovakia. Okay. Which I guess was an option. Um. And after that, Ferdinand goes on to have a long, very long and very successful career in automobile design. Hmm. Fun fact. Ferdinand Jeez. Porsche designed, <laughs> he designed the Volkswagen Beetle. Ah, the people's car. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Now, eventually World War II happens. Bigger, mm. better, bigger, better war. That sounds like a bad luck charm to me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he's, he's right in the middle of all these things going on. It's all making a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. World War II is the whole thing. Now, I don't want to dismiss World War II. But <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we are going to stay on World War II for just a second, okay. only because Ferdinand and his son, Ferry, um, were actually I'm sorry, pretty close. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> yes? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna have to request a spelling on this one. Uh, F-E-R-R-Y. Okay, just like the boat. That's fine. Just like the boat. Is it? Now, there may be a pronunciation difference, but yeah. can't imagine that's 
True. Yeah, that's definitely one of those where as soon as you get to be an adult, you're like, you know what? I'm I'm going by Ferdinand again. I'm I'm not. We're not shortening this Please, anymore. I, I don't. I don't like <laughs> that. I, it's like when I was little and my mom chose my haircut because I was a child mm-hmm. and she gave me spikes. And then looking back, I thought, I'm not. No, I'm going to do uh, grown up hair. Right. Actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So fairy is like the spikes of of names. I can see that. Does that make sense? Mm, Am I coming through of. okay? <laughs> you I don't, don't know. You're not responding. I don't, can you hear are your earphones on? I don't um, know. Can you hear I'm, this okay? I'm trying to figure out if I could have Spike's haircut right now. <laughs> Sounds pretty Anyone cool. could have Spike's haircut. <laughs> so Fairy, yeah. So Ferdinand and his son Fairy were, <laughs> which, I don't know. I'm just going with it. They were actually pretty close friends with Adolf Hitler. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to talk about World War II just a bit. E. In 1934, mm-hmm. either Joseph Goebbels or Adolf Hitler himself made Ferdinand a naturalized German citizen. Hmm. Like, oh, you're one of us now. <laughs> come, on, come, come be German. And so Ferdinand becomes a German citizen, and he uh, very happily joins the Nazi party and even becomes an SS officer. Hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Enjoy your Volkswagen Beetle now, you fucking fascist. <laughs> people's car my ass <laughs> that's a car for the aryan race my friend mm-hmm. they can put they, comments now <laughs> they can put as many little ladybug spots and eyelashes on as they want but we all know <laughs> where that fucker came from uh so during world war ii ferdinand mm-hmm. and ferry uh turns out mm-hmm. they used forced labor to help make a lot of vehicles for the nazis Oh, they, um, okay. The pe- yes. the people's car starts to make more sense now as, as a shorthand. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a double entendre yeah. a bit there, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, I heard an article that said they employed about 300 forced laborers. Now, I I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this this sounds like the like the, the, the company company uh, mistranslation from earlier. <laughs> like, uh, how do you say they employed? Uh, they... Uh, yeah, they employed. <clears throat> Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm done. I'm very. We I'm, can cut it all together. With Jer- with Jeremy will make it work. Go ahead. Do you want to take it over? No. Please. Uh, so they employed about 300 forced laborers, wink, including Poles and Russians, which of course was pretty typical of German factories during the time. Uh, employers would often work those slave laborers to death, literally, and then replace them with new prisoners of war. That's how you make cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Famously. So many people stopped before they got to the very end of Henry Ford's book. And they were like, yeah, there's an appendix here, but it gets a little. I, you know, I don't think we need to do all line. of it. Yeah. I think we can just start yeah. the assembly line stuff. It's really okay. Yeah, we're going to start. We will stop before the disassembly line starts. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's where it's key. <laughs> Ooh, leather seats. I like this. Yes. <laughs> very. <laughs> Very fine. <laughs> oh God. Who? Uh, so all this leads Ferdinand to being arrested as a war criminal in France on December fifteenth, nineteen forty-five. You make now, one mistake, the, you know, one mistake is one life. small mistake. Become becoming best an friends, SS officer yeah, and <laughs> after being best friends with Adolf Hitler and employing slave laborers to death, just one time, you know. It's a butterfly effect, really. What would have happened? It is. It is. <laughs> what would have happened if you hadn't been best friends with Adolf Hitler? Gosh, I don't you know. know. The, uh, so mm. many, so many of us can ask ourselves mm-hmm. that question. Yeah, it's a question that's coming back in vogue in some ways. <laughs> um, according to the Porsche family, the arrest was quote a thinly veiled attempt at extorting money and forcing them to collaborate with uh, Renault. French automaker Renault. Mm. Um, but actually, they were just actual war criminals. I was going to yeah. if you heard the part earlier about <laughs> yeah. is Renault the is, is Renault the car company going on arresting people now? Is it? <laughs> this is all a big plot by big auto to arrest war criminals and persecute them. This is. Did we take innocent Poles and Russians and make them build mm. cars for us until yeah. they died on our floors? And then mm. did we throw them into the furnace and then to replace them mm. with other wars criminals or prisoners of war? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Where's the crime? Yeah. Where's the crime? Fake news. <laughs> Witch hunt. It was the war. We all did crazy things. <laughs> um, but they were, yeah, so they were war criminals. So, I and you know, 
Enjoy your Volkswagen Beetles and enjoy your Porsches. Have fun bopping around in your Nazi mobiles, everybody. <laughs> While Ferdinand was in French prison, Ferry went home. He was he was also uh, arrested, but I think released early. He goes home and he builds the Porsche three five six, which was the very first car to carry the Porsche brand name. Mm. Now the Nazi Porsche family is just running full steam ahead. <laughs> And the company begins to grow. And in the 1950s, jumping ahead a little bit here, the Porsche company decided they wanted to design a race car. Hmm. You know anything about uh, about race cars in the 1950s? Mm, there was the uh, there was that movie with Matt Damon. Oh yeah, there was a movie with Matt Damon. Ford, Ferrari. For, yeah, Ford Ferrari. That Ford and Ferrari. That one. Yeah, there was that Ford one. versus Ferrari. Yeah, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Who won that fight? Uh, I don't remember. They when they when they transformed into robots, I turned it off. It was <laughs> that was too much, huh? <laughs> too excited. I couldn't sit down anymore. <laughs> um. So uh, apparently, and I I've learned a lot about 1950s car racing this week. Mm. Um, and well, we'll we, you know what? We'll just get into it. Sure. We'll go on this journey together. Now, inspired by Ferry Porsche's original Porsche 356 design, the company worked on a new car, which was a convertible that was small, light, and low to the ground for their first race car. This car was so low to the ground that German Formula One racer Hans Hermann drove it during a race in 1954, Mm. drove this car under a closed railroad crossing gate. During a, wait, I'm sorry. (laughs) During a race? Yes. One of the things I learned yeah. about races in the 50s uh, all over the world is that they just happened on streets. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Daytona 500 or the Daytona however long until we all get arrested. I don't know. <laughs> the Daytona yeah. uh, hardware to the hardware store yeah. and back, I guess. This sleek little beauty is the Porsche 550. And I've got a picture. Now this is a this is a modern picture of a restored one, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll look at other pictures later. So um, there you go. Oh, it looks. Yeah, it looks fine. It looks like just it's a car. Wildly dangerous, and like you're. It you're, looks literally like a toy car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're sitting squarely on a skateboard that's going eighty miles an hour down the road. Yeah. But, if I sat in this car, I would look like a Shriner. Mm-hmm. My, yeah. my knees would go definitely <laughs> over the windshield. Uh, and it's uh, and this is their this is their race car, five the Porsche five fifty. Hmm. Good. Yeah. Sure. I guess. All right. Great. Now, uh, people are going bananas for this car. Mm-hmm. They love this car because it's not just a race car; it's also street legal. But again, oh. a lot of the race cars were then because a lot of the right, yeah, were just on the streets. <laughs> now, Porsche only made 90 of them total over, I think, three years. Yes, three years. 90 mm-hmm. cars. Mm-hmm. So people were just clamoring for them. But like, you know how hard it is to build a car if you have to pay all of the people building the car? <laughs> we only make four cars a year now yeah. because it is wildly expensive. <laughs> There's also some comment here. At some point, People from Porsche, and it may have been Ferdinand himself, uh, went to visit Henry Ford's assembly line. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> like, we've been making five cars a year. What a good idea. <sighs> Each of us starts a car on January 1st. <laughs> and usually one of us will finish one by the end of the year. Oh, man. So these become especially popular in California. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of year-round racetracks in California because the weather's always so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so racing is very popular, and street legal race cars therefore are also quite popular. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of California, 1950s were a boom time for Hollywood, huh? Mm-hmm. Indeed, movies, movies, movies. What's your favorite movie from the golden age of Hollywood? Oh, I would have to Google what movies came out in the 1950s. <laughs> Great. I'm going to go you... with the <laughs> sound of music. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> um, 
if you go to Hollywood today, and mm-hmm. you may remember from our, our trip to Hollywood, mm-hmm. it's a real garbage place. Yeah, it's not so good now. No. There's it's garbage. It, there's garbage everywhere in that place. Pretty much, yeah. I used to work, when I worked at Live Nation, that's where my team worked. So I would fly there from Chicago twice a month. Mm-hmm. And, the, and their office is like on, it's in Hollywood. It's like right across from the, the man's Chinese theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first time I went, I guess I forgot about our road trip. And I was like, oh, it's going to be so cool to go to Hollywood. It's going to mm-hmm. be... And, um, and it, it, it was not good. It was not good. It wasn't fun or good. It's gross and dirty and horrible. <laughs> and that's Hollywood. Uh, but back then in the fifth, oh boy, mm-hmm. that's wow. Wowie wow. Mm-hmm. Hadn't been used There's up not. yet. That's right. And right around this time, there was a young, handsome actor from Marion, Indiana, who was just taken the silver screen by storm. Oh, I think I know who this is. Do you know who this is? Is this is is, is, is this my namesake? Is that who this is? Uh, I guess in a sense you could yes. say that. I yes. don't think that's long lost, correct, but long uh, lost. Uh, he's my uh, my my great great uncle, I think. Oh yeah, I see I'm the resemblance. Sure. So yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. you look uh, you look your spitting image <laughs> of our friend James Byron Dean. Uh, yeah. Now, as you know, because you are related to him, mm-hmm, of course. Uh, because <laughs> uh, he was a whole thing. Pretty big. Pretty big guy. Pretty big. Pretty big deal. I don't think he was a very big guy. I mean, he was giant. Well, <laughs> I don't think he was the star of that movie, actually. So I'm not sure that's correct. <laughs> now, James Dean had he had a lot of cool hobbies, such as bullfighting. Do you know he was a bullfighter? I did not. That was the thing he picked up. Okay, <laughs> like I want to. I want to yeah. fight bulls. <sighs> and uh, pretty famously, he also liked to race cars. Mm-hmm. He got really serious about car racing in 1954. Now, James Dean, uh, his his really his first really big role was in East of Eden. Uh, and after filming on that movie, it was wrapped. He he bought himself a Triumph Tiger. T110 and a Porsche 356. Woo. That very first Porsche. Buddy. He started racing professionally. He competed in his first professional race event in Palm Springs just before he started filming uh, his next big movie, uh, Rebel Without a Cause. He won first place in the novice class and second place overall. Whew. Wow. So he was a real deal. <clears throat> He goes on to compete in more races. It's one of his favorite things to do. I think he uh, there was he wanted to his plan was to compete in the Indianapolis 500. But I think something happened in the qualifying race, like he wrecked or something. Mm-hmm. But he was like a favorite to qualify for that race. That was wow. a big dream. Huh. Uh, but then he didn't. But that was okay because he's a movie star. Yeah, he's yeah. I <laughs> he's mean, fine. well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to a point, yeah. to a point. <laughs> Now, in 1955, James Dean lands a role in the movie Giant. This is a Warner Brothers flick. And Warner Brothers tells him, James, listen, while you're filming this movie, Mm -hmm. you cannot fight bulls. (laughs) 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 And you cannot race cars. Mm. They said, you'll get yourself killed, James. And he said, what a, you're an idiot. You idiot. Yeah. What a wet blanket you guys are. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't let him race cars the whole time, and he does abide by that rule. He follows the rules. He doesn't race cars the whole time, but it is just like it's eating him up. Mm-hmm. He's real. He's real angry about it. Got to go fast. Got to go fast. Live fast. Live long. I think is how the is that how the saying goes. That's I can never it. remember. Yeah, that's how I always say it. Live fast, die never. Mm-hmm. He so he starts. He's he's hating us, and he starts taking out on the studio in small ways. Uh, for example. There was one day when they wanted to move his trailer off the lot to a different part of the lot, uh, and he wouldn't get out of his trailer quick enough. Like <laughs> he knew they wanted, they had to like move it, you know, to get some shot in or something. And he took his time and kind of lingered a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would do little passive aggressive things like that mm-hmm. to, to make the studio angry. Um, and these antics led Jack Warner, president at the time of Warner Brothers, mm. the man himself, uh, to refer to James Dean as quote a little bastard. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) Uh, so they finally finish filming giant and as soon as they do james dean is like all right friends time Mm. to die fly time to fly (laughs) 
Let's go outrun the devil. Let's go. <laughs> and just to really stick it to the studio, he decides he's going to trade in his Porsche 356 for an even sleeker, even faster race car. The Porsche 550. He goes to the lot and he purchases the car on September 23rd, 1955. He has it customized with tartan seats. Uh, lost my place. And he had the number. <laughs> he had the number 130 painted on the hood and on the door. And he had them even paint the name Little Bastard just under the Porsche <laughs> emblem. <laughs> Which is the best. Uh, I got uh, a picture for you. Good for him. I can't wait to see a mangled photo of this later. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, okay. That's not too bad. Yeah. I don't see the Pretty Little good. Bastard in this one, though. Yeah, I think this was yeah. right before they put on, but it goes right under here. <laughs> so now the car is Little Bastard. And, uh, and this is all a big fuck you to Jack Warner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spent all Jack's money. All Jack's money on this car. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so he takes Little Bastard out, starts driving all over L.A. He's showing it off to his friends. Uh, and he, One of the friends he shows the car to right away is a, uh, a little-known British actor named Alec Guinness. Ooh. Wow. And as soon as he saw it, Guinness felt his whole body go cold. He later wrote in his diary, quote, the sports car looked sinister to me, exhausted, hungry, feeling a little ill-tempered in spite of Dean's kindness. I heard myself saying in a voice I could hardly recognize as my own, please never get in it. If you get in that car, you will be found dead in it by this time next week. And if you strike me down, car, I should become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> little uh, bastard i have the high ground <laughs> uh, all the other parts of this were a quote from <laughs> yeah. so he had a premonition that if he got in he'd be found dead in a week hmm. like not just you know that car's gonna kill but like that car is gonna kill you by like sunday very yes specific. in hmm. in one week exactly Dean is like, Alec, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he you sound like that scary girl in the video I watched last night. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> she said, I got to get someone else to ride in this car. Yeah. Or else it's going to wreck in one week. And it's oh, all, well. Yeah. Uh, and you're sure you don't want to ride in it? No? Well, okay. I guess here we go. Do, 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 do. Ah! So he's excited to get back to racing. And he enters a race immediately. Uh, the next race he can find, which is in Salinas. And it's scheduled for Friday, September 30th. So exactly one week later. Hmm. Wait, no, sorry. The schedule is, it's on Saturday or Sunday. But he's going to go, he's going to go to Salinas on Friday, one week later. Mm-hmm. And they go up to Salinas the day before the race. Sure. Uh, I made that unnecessarily complicated. Mm-hmm. All you need to know is mm-hmm. the next part of this yeah. happens one week exactly <laughs> after Alec Guinness said, in one week, I would die. <laughs> So on Friday, September 30th, James Dean has his car at Bakersfield in California, which is about 200 miles from Salinas. Salinas is closer to San Francisco. Bakersfield is just north of Los Angeles. So he's got a ways to go to get it to the race. The plan is they're going to bring Little Bastard to Salinas on a trailer. Hmm. But Dean's mechanic, who was a man named Rolf Vuterich. Mm -hmm. I think I know what this gentleman's background is. I only service German (laughs) automobiles here in the new world where we are all getting along very well, famously, really. A Porsche, you say? Yes, that is exactly the one that I do, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, He says, so Rolf says, you know, I think you should drive it, actually. Get a little more time behind the wheel. Before, um, before you, before you go racing, this, 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 this is like like a dentist that gives out candy. Like you know what yeah. you should do as your mechanic, <laughs> you drive the fuck out of this car for the next three hundred miles. Well, he gets paid by the uh, by the by the part. I think. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> also try and burn out every time he can at a stoplight, and really just put that transmission through his face. <laughs> Uh, I didn't write this down, but also worth mentioning, I guess, Rolf uh, Vuterich himself, years later, 
he would go on to have four wives. Um, complicated. Yeah, not at the same time. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> Sorry, do that. Should, should be clear about that. <laughs> he had four wives. Uh, divorced most of them. Um, the last one left him because he did. He stabbed her a lot. Oh, in uh, while she was sleeping. But she got away. Or did she leave like in the? Well, the ambulance sense. did come. Oh. Yes. <laughs> the, so I, yeah, the, she had a getaway car. I guess you could call it that. <laughs> she left him. Uh, she left all of us. Really? She left. Yeah. <laughs> I think she lived. One one source said she died, but. Um, a few others said she lives. So I think she's okay. Uh, I mean, scarred uh, yeah, I mean, physically and emotionally ago. and mentally, yeah. but yeah. Oh, she's <laughs> and super no dead longer. Now. Yeah. Yes, totally. But uh, he, he, and that was out. He tried to kill himself and failed. And then he just stabbed her instead a lot. Um, <laughs> and then he like went to jail miss? for a while. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, no. Oh, geez. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. <laughs> So he he was in jail for a long time. Eventually, uh, he died in a car wreck. Um, he drove his he got drunk and drove his car directly into a tree. <laughs> Should have stayed in jail, Rolf. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's just some fun history. Anyway, so so he's James Dean's mechanic, and he tells he tells James he says so you should you should drive the car, mm-hmm. get a feel for it. And Dean's like, this is a great idea. Yeah. Nothing's gonna go wrong. Thanks, mm-hmm. Rolf. You can't trust anyone named after a Muppet, is what I think. <laughs> he turns around slowly from the piano. You know what I think you should do? <laughs> you know what I think you should do? <laughs> I think you should go to the... Nice! <laughs> God, that was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen come across that screen. <laughs> I'm going to clip that one for an internet reel. Oh, boy. So so James and Rolf, they take off in Little Bastard, and a stuntman named Bill Hickman follows behind in the truck and trailer. Hmm. Okay. They are barely out of Bakersfield when a cop pulls over both vehicles for speeding <laughs> and issues a pair of tickets. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they if they even have, like, radar in, in this era, or if they're just like, you were going way too fast. Look, I'll just tell you. <laughs> I think most of these cars are going 35. You were doing 90. It's easy. <laughs> the fucking color of your car was changing. You were going so fast. I don't even know what it is. I'm going to write you a ticket for a million. I, I, I don't know. I, don't. I, uh, I am curious about, obviously, the car is fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine the truck and trailer are that fast. That, that is, <laughs> yeah. so, but also speeding, because he also got pulled over. Mm-hmm. And this is one hell of a cop. He pulled over yeah. the truck and was like, you yeah. you wait. Yeah. I got to, boy, I don't know I'm going to catch yeah. the other guy, but you wait here. <laughs> And he does. So they both get tickets, but that that doesn't stop him. Mm-hmm. I don't James think anyone's. Is, uh, yeah, I don't think James is paying this ticket. I mean, no. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Rip. <Yeah. laughs> it's all good. Uh, yeah, he's like, I, you know, who cares? Live fast, die young. And so, oh, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> die young. Oh yeah. <laughs> we so, knew we were there. <laughs> so as soon as the cop drives away mm-hmm. he, he's he guns it again like right. immediately he's speeding off again and, and they're flying down the highway and this time he leaves hickman in the truck behind uh now eventually they approach a fork in the road which splits off to highway 41 um and i'm gonna i'm just gonna sh- well i want to this is a it's a weird fork. so it's not a it's not like a t-fork it's mm-hmm. it's more like a y mm-hmm. like a zipper mm-hmm. kind of uh yep. intersection so the road's going straight mm-hmm. but coming the other direction you can turn off into this curve that goes down. Okay. So they're going down this road and right at this intersection. And Dean is going about 85 miles an hour. Mm. And this is 1955. Yeah. So that's a 2024, 8,000 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no one has ever seen a car go this fast. Like rubber flying off of the tires. Uh, yeah. Cigarettes everywhere. Yeah. I wouldn't take my Subaru 85 miles an hour today. So it's just... <laughs> um. Now there's another car coming towards towards Dean, mm-hmm. and he stopped at the stops. So he's got a stop sign. Mm-hmm. Dean doesn't have a stop sign. Right. He stopped there, and that car is going to turn left onto this kind of zipper. Mm-hmm. Other car, right. That car is a big Ford Tudor. It's a pretty <laughs> what, stocky. What it? it's, it's, you want a, a picture of a Ford? It's Tudor? a big Tudor. Is that what I heard? It's a big Tudor. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Toot toot is I think the catchphrase that Ford came out with for that one. <laughs> Uh, no, two-door, two-door, T-U-D-O-R. Oh. Uh, okay. Big royal, big royal yeah. thing. Big yeah. royal inbred thing <laughs> is what that is. 
<laughs> the headlights were real yeah. close together. <laughs> um, so the Ford Tudor is driven by a 23-year-old Cal Poly student and veteran named Donald Turnipseed. <laughs> He was actually a rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, technically, James has the right of way Mm -hmm. on this because he doesn't have a stop sign. Sure. He's just going straight. Um, The other guy does have a stop sign. And he stopped there, Mm -hmm. but he sees his car coming. And James Dean's car is very far away. Mm -hmm. So Donald's like, well, I got time to make this left-hand turn. Sure. No problem. Yeah, I got all day. Yeah, so he very slowly yeah. starts rolling out. Yeah. And uh, he's just not prepared for how fast James is going because <laughs> no one has seen a car go this fast. Right, yeah. <laughs> so he starts to make the left turn. He makes it about three feet into the other lane mm-hmm. when he realizes that James is going too fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's not. he, Donald, is not going to make it. Right. So he freezes and he stops the car. Ah. And so now he's just sitting yeah. in the middle of James Dean's <laughs> lane, which is not where cars should be. Mm-hmm. And little bastard hits the Ford Tudor real hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like right there. Yeah. Now I have some visual aids for us mm-hmm. in case this is helpful. So here's a drawing that Rolf later did of the intersection, the accident. Oh, okay. So here's the road. So he's, yeah, so um, turnip seed is here. Yeah. And then James Rolf. Now, what I like about this drawing is that this is Rolf. <laughs> um, he did indeed get thrown from the car a great distance. Ah. Uh. <laughs> In true Muppet style, he's he's over here now. <sighs> um, uh. So he, so is that is is that Rolf lying in the field or is that James is that Dean? This lying? is Rolf. That's this is Rolf. this is uh, Vutrick in okay. field. I don't know if you yeah. can see that. Yeah. I'm in the field. In field. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is, these are my organs. Also, in see the this field. hole in the middle of yeah. my body. <laughs> this this should not be here, mm. but here we are. Uh, no, James is still here. He's inside the car still. Mm. And uh, I'll just show you what the car looked like. Probably safer in the car. Nope. Uh, Uh, i guess it depends on which half of the car he was still in right i don't (laughs) think that matters much no no there's nothing left this is a wreck this is a wrecked car this is a this is a totaled yeah the insurance company is gonna have to total this one i think (laughs) yeah they so uh so rolf got thrown i think over this fence into Mm -hmm. this field Mm mm-hmm and then James did not get thrown because he instantly got pinned between um, the the pedals and the dashboard. Right. Kind of crumpled in. Mm-hmm. So he was just in that. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he didn't make it. No. Mm-hmm. I direct your attention to this car. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> so little bastard's having a bad time. Yeah. This car looks like it, it was dropped from space. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Well, yeah. And the brakes. Uh, no, no, I, no, no I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> not the brakes. Uh, so obviously Rolf had a lot of broken bones, like quite a few of them, but he, he lived to, to stab another day. <laughs> <laughs> and Donald turnip seed walked away from the accident. He was sore, Ooh. but that was it. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Later died uh, as an old man of lung cancer. Huh. Okay. Fun fact, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the impact sends a Tudor about 40 feet down the road. And it's a solid car. Wow. I mean, let me show you this. Goodness. Ford Tudor. Ford Tudor. This is kind of a stereotypical looking looking old-timey car. Here you go. Okay. Yeah. So this is like it's like Studebaker like, style, yeah. kind of. Yeah. So like yeah. A, a Studebaker probably weighs. I'm wagering somewhere around five thousand pounds of just solid <laughs> steel. Be, uh, that's a heavy car. Yeah. It's like it. It's like hitting a cannonball. You know, yeah. with a cannonball at eighty-five miles an hour. <laughs> right. So and little bastard. It's worth noting. It's super light. Right. For mm-hmm. for a car. Then oh yeah. It's very light. Yeah. So that little light baby car mm-hmm. 
sent this car 40 feet <laughs> is how hard he hit it. That's, uh, that's it's no good. Hmm. No good. Uh, let's see. So James obviously dies. Now, James Dean's ghost is said to haunt the cemetery where he is buried today. Mm-hmm. Some people have seen him sitting on top of his gravestone, smoking a cigarette and looking, I bet, pretty foxy. Yeah, I would imagine. Oh, man. He's a handsome man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some folks say that if you leave a cigarette on top of the gravestone and then you leave for a while... Uh, and then you come back later, the cigarette will be smoked down to ash. Oh, man. Now, that may not be I was going to say, that's bums. That's, that's bums right there is what that is. I don't. <laughs> but could be a ghost. I'm, yeah, not, I'm not ruling yeah. ghost out. Uh, <laughs> um, he's also spotted hitchhiking near the place where he crashed. Hmm. And when people stop to pick him up, he disappears. <laughs> I was going to pick up this hitchhiker. He looks strange, though. He was uh, crumbled up into the size of a bowling (laughs) bag. I don't really know. He was like an accordion cat from a cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) But he was really handsome, so Mm -hmm. I thought maybe I'd pick him up. Uh, He smoked all my cigarettes. Uh. So that's the ghost of James Dean, but this story isn't about the ghost of James Dean. I thought we were done. Nope, not even close. (laughs) Really? This is the story about the ghost of James Dean's car. After the wreck, Little Bastard was auctioned off by the insurance company, which is a great move. <laughs> uh, James made exactly zero payments on this car. Um, Needs a little buffering. Yeah. But uh, well, you buff it out. We're also somehow liable for the speeding ticket. I'm not sure how that works. But <laughs> <laughs> so who on stone yeah. the car James Dean died yeah. in? <laughs> so, so they they auctioned off the insurance or the car. Um, the insurance company does, and despite the extraordinary damage which we have mm. seen, the Porsche's engine was actually unharmed and completely intact. Hmm. It looks like it was also very cleanly removed from the vehicle. Yes. Someone (laughs) took that instantly. It was like, yoink, that's mine. (laughs) The car and the engine, they were purchased by Dr. William Eskrid. He was a a medical doctor. He was a surgeon, I think, um, in California there. And he was a part-time racer. Hmm. He took the car back. He stripped it down. (laughs) It didn't take much, I think. <laughs> and um, he takes out the engine and he puts it into his Lotus 9. Mm. Um and some of the other salvageable parts from the car were specific to the 550. So he couldn't use them, um but he knows another surgeon who has a Porsche 550. Mm. So he gives pieces of the transmission and suspension to this friend of his, Dr. Troy McHenry. Both doctors enter the 1956 Sonoma race. Hmm. Now, both of them are driving cars that have parts of Little Bastard inside. Right? At one point, Eskrid disappeared from the track. And first I thought, I don't, you don't, I don't think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I looked up videos. You can find videos from this race. And it was, a very, it was just like they closed off a bunch of roads. Mm-hmm. And then they just drove around for a while. Mm-hmm. And so the, he just like... There were there was a part of the of the track where people weren't watching. They just weren't there, and then sure, uh, yeah. he didn't come out the you know the part where people yeah. were sitting again. And they're like, "What happened to Asgard?" So they go to find him. He had run his car off the road and crashed. Uh, he was alive, but the car was totaled. Oh. His friend Troy McHenry, also driving in that race, the other little bastard car, he also wrecked that day. He drove straight into a tree and died at the scene. Oh. Oof. As for the rest of Little Bastard, mm-hmm. the wreck, the rest of the wreck was purchased by George Barris. He was a famous car customizer in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the rest of which wreck? Of Dean's original wreck? Oh, sorry. Wreck? Good question. Yes. Okay. Good, okay. good okay. question. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of carnage in, yeah. in, in, in Northern. Yeah, the original Little Bastard. Okay. Yeah, the rest of Dean's wreck. Because uh, they had good bones. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was James Dean's bones, I think, that were <laughs> lodged in there. But uh, those are good bones. <laughs> so Barris buys it and he brings it back to his shop. 
As soon as he brings it there, little bastard rolls off the trailer and crushes a mechanic's legs. I, again, I, from looking at the photo, I'm not entirely sure which part is rollable <laughs> in that it's vehicle. Tires. I mean, it does have tires, but they got look four like, tires. Yeah. Look at they, they were kind of like turned up though. And the, and the back wasn't attached to the front anymore. Well, they fixed it up a little bit. Okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, you had to drive I back assume. to the shop somehow. Yeah, that's right. Um, so it goes off the trailer, crushes his mechanic's legs. Um, so Bear starts bringing it around to car shows in its wreck condition. It's like a sideshow piece. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, cool car, cool car, cool mm-hmm. car, cool car. Yeah. Absolute monstrosity. <laughs> He's like hoping that the guy from Ripley's is going to show up and buy this fucking thing off of him, and he's not mm-hmm. there. Oh. <laughs> so people who come up and touch the car at these events, they come away with cuts and bruises on their hands, even when they don't touch anything sharp. Well, again, now, yeah, yes. the whole car is just... <laughs> yeah, now the cuts yeah. I understand a lot. <laughs> but they come away with like fully bruised hands, mm-hmm. and they're like, what the fuck? Uh, and later, Barris learned, uh, loaned Little Bastard to the L.A. chapter of the National Safety Council hmm. as an educational piece about driving safety. Hmm. So the council would tour car shows and movie theaters and bowling alleys. Interesting. I assume they're trying to tell the youth. Yeah. Uh, hey, kids, uh, don't be like James Dean. This was his car. Yeah. <laughs> the youth is like, holy shit. Do you think my car could go that fast? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know yeah. how fast he must have been going yeah. for his car yeah. to end up like this? Oh, my God. Yeah. I am so excited. <laughs> my car can't fucking fall that fast. <laughs> Look what this guy was doing. <laughs> uh, on the way to one safety event, the truck carrying little bastard went off the road and the driver was killed. <laughs> that's, a, that's And that's wow. textbook irony. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Uh, um late to the show speeding (laughs) you know how it is i know how it is uh if we don't learn from history we're doomed to repeat it as they say at another safety event george uh george barkus the driver who transported little bastard was uh, lowering the car off the trailer when the chain snapped and the car fell and crushed and killed him (laughs) jeez so okay all right I'm I like it's 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 literally like a serial killer now. It's 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 not even like a haunted car. This is car. Christine. Yeah. Yes. This is this, yeah. <laughs> car we tasted are, blood once. Really yeah. liked it. We are to the montage portion of Christine. Oh yes, <laughs> absolutely. But you don't even learn half the people's names. It's like ooh and him, ooh and him. <laughs> there's blood and there's blood and there's more blood. There's eighty ounces of blood. <laughs> At another driver safety event in Sacramento, the car's restraint chains snapped again, and little mm. bastard fell onto a teenager and broke the kid's hip. Oh, Barris! Uh, let's see what else. Barris also used two of the original tires on one of his customizations, so they were fine. Tires were fine. They looked bad in that picture. I will agree, yeah. but they were fine. <clears throat> Both those tires blew at the same time, causing the driver to careen off the road and total his car. <laughs> In March uh, of 1959, <laughs> Little Bastard was yes. Go ahead. I was, saying, I, I was just I, 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 I have a vision. I have a vision here. <laughs> okay. 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 Is it possible? Uh huh. For Jen, at the bottom of the screen during this whole montage here, to keep track of dead people <laughs> and dead cars. Dead cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I think uh, if anyone can do it, Jen can. Yeah, absolutely. Just you know, tally marks. <laughs> You know, maybe just like bloody tally marks for each person yeah. and, and yeah. you know, skid marks for each car. <laughs> yeah, I think it sounds easy. <laughs> give Jen a thousand other things to do. She's- yeah, and then um, I would like if the if one one or the other should be on fire, too. Every time, you know, flames, uh, animated flames would be really cool. Yeah, probably the cars. They're a little tasteless for the people. but Yeah, people should be dripping blood. You're right. Um, so, <laughs> let's see. Gosh, we are up the... The, the tally is pretty high at this point, isn't it? Oh, March 1959. So this is now four years after the original accident. Mm-hmm. Little Bastard is in storage in Fresno. Uh, just sitting there by itself mm-hmm. in the dark, locked storage, suddenly bursts into flames. 
<laughs> I mean, at some point you just gotta you gotta cut your losses, yeah. right? <laughs> I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now the car suffered surprisingly little damage, like very strangely little damage from this mm-hmm. fire. Two of the tires melted. Um, not the original ones; those were fine, but the two <laughs> new ones melted, and there was just a little singed paint. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. How much of this car is made of is made of asbestos? That's that's my question. They were like, <laughs> "How much of this car is made of uh, Russians and Poles?" Is yeah. what I want to know. This is this is a cursed car. This isn't. This is why you don't mm. drive Nazi cars, mm-hmm. or even get near them. There, I said it, or, or touch them. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Or or rent a storage unit next to them. Really? <laughs> Apparently, uh, in 1960, Little Bastard is on display in Miami. And after that expo, the car is loaded into a boxcar on a train heading to Los Angeles, heading home. When the train gets to Los Angeles, they open the boxcar and little bastard is gone. Whoa. And it is never seen again. Wow. It escaped. It escaped. It's free. <laughs> it's it the wilderness. Free. <laughs> uh, and there was a million dollar reward <laughs> placed, at, uh, at least one million dollar reward mm. for any news leading to the uh, the location of this car. Never seen again. Wow. Whew. Yep. However, the ghost of the car is still sometimes spotted doing 85 miles an hour on that California highway. Some people have seen it go careening off the road, flipping end over end into the field. And then when it comes to arrest, it just completely disappears. Wow. This is one, just one more reason Mm. to hate fascists. (laughs) They make, they make bad cars. (laughs) They make scary cars. Um, And also to drive Studebakers. That's another, like I would always drive a Studebaker. (laughs) Always. God. Um, this is, I, this is, and this is a code into the story. This is not at all related. Um, but this came up in my research and I just, it's just so stupid. I wanted to share it. This is a fun little story about James Dean, uh, one of his co-stars in Rebel Without a Cause, Sal Mineo. Um, <laughs> I'll just, according to, uh, to a story, uh, written by someone who was, who knew James Dean, Sal Mineo attempted to, uh, after, after James Dean died, uh, his friend Sal attempted to contact him at a seance and it didn't work out. James didn't come through. Sure. And Sal was, he was pretty sad about that. Hmm. Uh, on his way home from the seance, Sal wrecked his car. Um, but fate intervened to spare his life. Hmm. So I think it was a pretty bad wreck. And the words, James Dean suddenly appeared on the car's windshield. And from that moment on, Sal Mineo was gay. <laughs> you know, we all have our story. <laughs> I, <laughs> I saw a headline that was something like... Uh, how James Dean's ghost turned Salminio gay, and I thought I shouldn't click on this. Yeah, this is. But I, I, <laughs> I've done a lot of research yeah. about a lot of carnage. This is a treat for me. <laughs> open up like three nested incognito windows before I open this one up. <laughs> this is a work computer. This is a work computer. This is a work computer. Um, <laughs> and uh, that, uh, but most of that has been the story of. Of the ghost of James Dean's car. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Is This a Ghost <laughs> is a production of Smith Show Media. All the notes were taken by me, Clayton Smith. All the funny jokes are from Patrick Dean. Our video editor is Jennifer Swanson. Our audio editor is Jeremy Montoya. Um, and we don't yet have a way to close this show. <laughs> so... Next week and and well, <laughs> you gotta stop making yeah. that face. I, that's, that's not that's not that's not the way to do it. What's wrong with my face? <laughs> well, goodbye, everybody. We'll see you again next week on Is This a Ghost? <laughs> Terrifying.